0: We all know how important it is to get a good night's sleep. I know that if I don't sleep for eight hours a night, I am not as sharp. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support at every price point. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash chelsea for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash chelsea. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Chelsea. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm here. I'm queer. (laughs) Get used to it. You are heading to Whistler very shortly, aren't you? I am. I'm about to go on a road trip with the dogs, and I'm scared a little bit. But I'm also looking forward to it. I'm going to listen to a book on tape. I just have to figure out which book. Do you have any suggestions?
2: You know what? I do. So I just watched the movie of this. Leave the World Behind is a new movie that came out on Netflix. It's got, like, Julia Roberts and stuff, and it's about... Not post-apocalyptic, but, like, the apocalypse basically starting. There's some, like, race elements in it. It's very What's interesting. It called? Called Leave the World Behind. Oh,
0: yeah, I've heard about this. Somebody I, else mentioned
2: that. Yes, I read the book a couple years ago, and I loved it. It's really good. And I loved the movie, too. So, yeah, that's what I would recommend. Leave the World Behind. Leave the World Behind. Okay. Chelsea, you've got some new dates in...
0: You know, Australia. Yes, yes. We just announced dates in Australia and New Zealand. So I'm coming in July to Australia. So yes, get your dates there. chelseahandler.com, dot com. And I still have all my Canadian dates this winter and more dates okay. coming in the fall for for America, North America, Chelsea Handler America, which is the lower 48, even though I'm half Canadian at this point.
2: <laughs> I mean, your tour goes right on through the rest of next year right?
0: Yes. It's, there's no end in sight as of now, so I don't
2: I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like it's a really good holiday gift, because they can get themselves a ticket and their best friend a ticket, or a spouse,
0: or whatever, but then they also get to go see you. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm, it is a good holiday ticket, and this show is so fun. Yeah. I mean, it's always fun, but this is one is really stupid. You know, this one is so <laughs> stupid because it's so not political, because we're so all exhausted from politics mm-hmm. and all that, so this one is really... There's nothing quite like getting to masturbate on stage... In front of thousands of people. To show people what I was up to when I was nine years old. Excellent. Should we
2: welcome our guest?
0: Oh, yes. Today we have one of my childhood idols, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Even though we were the same age, probably, I was obsessed with her growing up because I was always wanted to be a brunette, even though I was dyeing my hair. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she's on today. So I ran into her the other night. I was like, oh, yeah, you should come on the podcast. She came to one of my shows. So let's, yes, let's say hello. Okay, I'm here with Tiffany Thiessen. Didn't it used to, first of all, Tiffany, hello. Yeah. Hi, hello. Hi, hi welcome. Hello, welcome hello. to the show. What happened to Amber? Where, where's she? So
1: it's still there, legally, like on my driver's license. It says Tiffany Amber Smith now, because I did take my husband's name, but it's just my middle name. It was hyphenated when I started this crazy business because I thought it was cool. I guess it was kind of, it was popular back then to have a hyphenated name. They call that
0: in, you know, in the UK, they call that like a double barrel name when you have like, well, yeah. I mean, it's two last names, but they oh, use right, like, right, your, right. it's like a last name for your middle name. Right. So it sounds right. a little bit more But they hyphenated, but which it wasn't
1: a, legally hyphenated. It was oh, never legally hyphenated. You have to but get they, something legally hyphenated? I don't know if they, I don't know if they did, but I'm just on my like resume and on my, all my headshots, they hyphenated it to make it Tiffany Amber. Which was weird. I don't know. Yeah, some agent told me to do it, and then I was like, okay. I'll, yeah, I'll do it. Well,
0: you know what a guy told me wants to do? <laughs> he told me to put a bird on my fucking shoulder to do stand up because he thought I wouldn't. This is what he, Jamie Masada Who from should the Should we do from, from the Laugh Factory once told me: put a bird on your shoulder so you can separate yourself from the other girls. He goes because you're too pretty. Uh-huh. I was like. Uh, and so he thought a he, bird on your said shoulder it was would distracting, help. Distracting that people wouldn't be able to pay, pay attention to what I'm saying. Because, so he said a bird would help. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> well, obviously, I'm never going to fucking do that. And I still tell him the story anytime I pop into the Laugh Factory, which is very seldom. Is he still working there? Yeah, he still no? owns it. Wow. He runs oh, the place. Okay, All right. Yeah. What was it like for you when you started out in this business? Because that was before anybody had any rules about how to treat women. That's true. Right? That is very
1: true. I have to say, I think I was pretty lucky. I had moments. I one specific one I do remember when I was shooting nine hundred two and and which is nice. We actually can talk about this shit now. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. I know it's not crazy, but yeah, no, I was actually pretty lucky to not have a lot of horrible stories. I've had a couple, but not. For as long as I've been doing this business, you would think I would have a shit ton of them. But well, I don't. Yeah, I don't actually. You know, it's
0: funny yeah. when you hear how prevalent and, and you know, rampant No, I had an actor
1: totally grab me in the middle of a scene and he thought it was okay because he was in character. And I was like, fuck you. This has nothing to do with being in character. He grabbed you in the Pikachu? Oh, complete, completely. Oh my! Stopped production. I was pissed. Oh. I was mad. I was really mad. And I embarrassed the shit out of him in front of my home. Good. Because it was my show. I was on 902. It was my show. He was a guest star, like a reoccurring. Older gentleman, piece of shit, total piece of shit. Mm. And uh, I stopped production and everything. We were shooting in Mexico too. Oh, good for you. I'm sure someone will figure out who it was.
0: (laughs) 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 I gave him a lot of clues. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) How was it working with the girls on 90210? That that was probably because my experience, my experience. I was I had more trouble with women in powerful positions, yes. not because you guys were all I think
1: women I, I have a teenage daughter. I think women are 10 times harder.
0: I know. They're
1: total little you know what. I know. That's. <laughs> yes. I mean, I think because they're just so emotional and they get insecure. And of course, you know, like my husband always says guys would just beat it out. They'd hit each other and you move on. Like, girls are, like, manipulative. It's all mm-hmm. mental, you know? Right. So I think it's sort of the same. Yeah, they were cruel.
0: They were horrible. Yeah. I've been
1: very open about it. I talked about it on Howard Stern. That, like, I'm I'm very open about it. They all know it was terrible. They made me feel like shit.
0: <laughs> well, because you were a newcomer on I the show. I was a newcomer.
1: I was coming on replacing Shannon Doherty on the show. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: right, right. Yeah. So that must have been... Well, they... Yeah, and they didn't get along before that, so... They yeah. were
1: having, I guess, issues with her in the beginning, and then I was coming on, but I was coming from another popular show. Uh, who knows what the reason was? I mean. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was it was bad at the beginning. And then, you know, I think they finally realized I was kind of a nice girl. I wasn't, like, mean or anything. So, yeah. and then they came around.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I saw you recently. You were at my show yeah, at the Fantagious in L.A. So Thank fun. you. It was such a nice surprise to see you yeah, there. Yeah, it was fun.
1: It was awesome.
0: Yeah. So, tell me about your life now. Tell me about your marriage. Tell me about being <laughs> a mother. I want to know. How do you really want to know? I do. I'm curious because I'm never going to do it. Yeah, so I'm okay. always fascinated by it.
1: Um, I have quite a few friends who are very adamant and very sure that they do not want to have kids. And I appreciate that because I appreciate people who know what they want. For whatever reason, career, life choice, marriage, not marriage, kids or whatever. I appreciate people who know what they want. And I also appreciate we have a lot of people on this planet. Like for people who not who don't want to procreate, good for you. Thank you. Mm,
0: I know. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's really, like a gift truly. for it the is climate. A gift, I so mean, thank you. Yeah, you're I welcome. I appreciate it. You are welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's true though. I wanted to have a couple. I had one of each. I was lucky and then I'm done. You uh-huh. know, I'm done. And that's a lot of fucking work.
0: And what is the best part about it? I think I think
1: a little bit of the like when they do something good, you're like, oh, that's me, you know, like a little braggy.
0: <laughs> a little braggy,
1: a little braggy at times, you know, in a good way, I guess. Um, the unconditional love is quite nice, you know. You don't have to work at it as hard. Like marriage is hard. Uh-huh. I feel like the unconditional part of having a child is a little easier. Because it's a piece of you, maybe I don't know. I don't know why
0: I you're not know. trying to cultivate a friend, a relationship yeah, it's with not, them. It's, it's a very not, natural, yeah, it's relationship. a natural thing.
1: Yeah, it's a natural thing. As much as you know, there's moments where I want to kill them.
0: Because I was but. reading this book, and I it really got me thinking about you know how when you're a child, you're so consumed as a being with being a child, right? Yeah. You're not considering your parents' existence even. You're not considering your dad's or your mom's job or the stress that they may no, be under. No, no, and no, and certainly very... not their history. You're not thinking like, oh, I wonder what my my mom, what where your child was like. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't, I didn't wonder. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, I'm No, it here wasn't here until and later. It
1: wasn't. It wasn't until later.
0: It's so funny because you, you know you're a child and you think you're the most important thing in the universe and your parents are the most important things in the universe as well but you're not as interested in their like complexity mm-hmm. or nuance and then or story the and backstory. then you become a parent and the roles completely flip because flip. all you care about is your child yep. but it's not yep. all you care about because but
1: then you also have the other flip side so now i have aging parents too right so I have taking care of my children because I started a little later. And then I have the taking care of my parents. Mm. So it's it's this really interesting sort of dual other side
2: yeah. of taking care of people that you really care about. Right. The sandwich generation. That's the
1: same. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of where I am right now. It's Uh like both
2: sides.
0: And are your parents still together?
1: They are. They're still together, still married. My dad's a lot older than my mom by seven years. So we see the age difference now as they're Mm -hmm. getting older. My mom's still doing awesome. And my dad's, you know, definitely aging a little faster. Right. Yeah.
0: So speak to me about that aspect of things like, because I find it curious and compelling. Like I'm very interested in, how do you shift from what your, your own needs are to what your child's needs are? Like, when do you know that you like yeah. that has to be a priority, uh-huh. you know, regardless of being like sick or yeah, in the hospital yeah, yeah, or yeah, an emergency yeah. situation? Yeah. How do you know how to balance what you want to do with your I, life? I think
1: it's an everyday thing. It's there. There is no rhyme or reason. I do believe now that my children are a little bit older, I feel like it can have a little more selfish moments, uh-huh. you know, and I've talked about this. Pretty openly, I'm going to be 50, and I'm like, you know, I feel pretty good where I've been able to kind of almost breathe a little bit more with my kids now that they're older, because they're not babies. They're not infants, where that is like 24 fucking 7. Yeah, I mean, they can do nothing. They can't even sit up when they're born. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so, like, I feel a little bit better, but now— it's a different it's a it's a different difficult, right? It's it's there I have a teenager now, so I'm dealing with making sure like boys stay away from her and she <laughs> understands like you could ruin your life if you know if you do anything like that, you know, right now at 13 and like trying to get her to understand how bad social media is and not have that right now. So and, does she not have no, it? No, she does not have it.
0: Oh, is she no. pissed about that? Oh yeah, of course she is. Yeah. She's
1: she's she's asked for so long, the last like year and a half, that I think she's tired of asking, so she's gotten a little bit better about it. And she'll just kind of come over and check mine out every now and then, but
0: yeah, yeah I mean, it. it's I, I feel like this might be the moment in time where we all just—I know I'm not on social media <sighs> nearly as much as I was before this whole thing has started yeah, in the Middle yeah, East. Yeah, I can't even look oh, same, because same, same, it's same, so same. ugly same, and so same, nasty. Same that I had to set a timer. I had my girlfriend, because I'm technologically yep. not a- equipped. <laughs> I had my girlfriend set a timer, a time limit on you my can Instagram. I do it. I'll shut it down for you. And show, but, but it gives you the option. Do you want, <laughs> your 45 minutes or up. Do you want to stay on? Or do, would you like to ignore this for an hour? Or do you want to ignore this for the day? And you I'm like, uh, that. <laughs> but I have, that timer hasn't come up once in the last yeah, since this whole thing started. So know.
1: Back in the day, we weren't meant to see all that kind of stuff. As much as I know we're we should, and we should be aware of what's happening in our in our world, but it's a lot for the psyche. A lot.
0: Yeah, it can really bring and you I down. And I
1: think for a 13-year-old girl, I was like, uh-uh, no way. No. Not happening. Like,
0: they're not dealing with enough. But, I mean, I remember they They're already dealing with shit at school. I already, re- I remember getting left out of stuff in, like, elementary school. Like, my girlfriends yeah. would all get together, and the reason I found out was because, like, one of the mean girls would say, we're we'll all say getting something. together yeah, without you, right, right? and it would just, like, destroy me. Can you imagine you if find the evidence is just s- all in front that, of you? That instant— yeah, that instant. And then they all
1: talk about it. And then they share photos and this whole Snapchat thing. And like, ugh.
0: and does your daughter have a pretty healthy attitude? Like, how would you describe her state of being? With I think she's pretty good,
1: but she's also 13. She's in middle school and middle school sucks. I mean, I don't know anybody who said middle school was the best years of their life
0: wasn't yeah. mine, that's right. Sure. No, I mean, certainly not high school. High school was brutal. Middle school, school was, was more brutal, brutal for too. See, I think
1: middle school was more brutal for me.
0: High school, I just checked out. I had yeah. an older boyfriend, and I was like, fuck this Me, show. too. I had an older
1: boyfriend, too. I was like,
0: I don't need you. I mean, it was it was illegal, for sure, what I was doing. <laughs> but, but, I mean, I, think I was, too. Uh, uh, whatever. <laughs> but
1: we don't talk about that, Chelsea, because i have a 13-year-old daughter, and she knows <laughs> right. nothing about
0: that. That's right. And I don't know what the statute of limitations is on that, so we'll just keep everybody oh. protected here. Uh-huh. And you're into food. Food and you're into like, I know you're into cooking because of I love of your to cook. Cookbook. I love food. She has a new cookbook out. What's the name of it? Uh, here We Go Again. Okay, it's called yeah. Here We Go Again. I need a fucking cookbook because I have a brand new house with this gorgeous kitchen and I don't know what you I'm going to do, do, do in there. You don't know what to do. I'll
1: come over and I'll help you. I would love that. I'm also really good at organizing too so I can help you put your kitchen away.
0: And also you're like very into clean food, right? And well, re- like you recycle, like well not oh, wasting. Oh, you
1: mean yes, wasting. Yes, right. yes, 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 yes. I was going to say clean food. No, I'll have a good mayo sandwich with some, <laughs> some meat and bacon and all that? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not going with Paltrow. I, I understand it. And I try to eat as clean as possible during the week. And then I have a little fun on the weekends. But no, I love food. I love all types of food. But no, I, I the book that I this is my second cookbook. My first one was called Pull Up a Chair. And this one's called Here We Go Again. And I really wanted to do a book this time around about food waste, because I believe it truly is one of the Biggest contributors to climate change. Now, granted, you know corporations are really the biggest issue, right? We have right now, but it really can start at least a little bit at home. And so, I've been trying to teach my kids about, you know, re- you know, recycling food in in a way where I'm like, don't throw that out. We'll make them into like, you know, enchiladas tomorrow or whatever. Like that kind of thing started, and and then it got me thinking. I was raised that way. I was raised in a in a house where you know um, my dad worked two jobs to allow my mom to stay home and raise kids, and and we didn't have a ton of money. So my mom was kind of doing this as I grew up, and I was like, my mom's really like the queen of leftovers. Really, like that was how I learned how to like upcycle food. So I was like, I've never seen a cookbook like that. So that's what I that's what I did oh, during COVID. Okay. I was like, oh, this sounds like a good idea. Let's yep. try this one. I like the I like
0: upcycle food. Upcycle. I like that. That's good.
1: Yeah. So, anyways, and it's really trying to like you know teach my kids to be better. Because the kids are the worst. I feel like the kids are the worst about wasting. I I know. It's like like, they need to
0: have a class in school about climate change, like solely dedicated to that. I feel like they're starting to. These kids are getting
1: a little more I think they're also like high in anxiety. I know. (laughs) Like really like having some anxiety issues, understanding like the the issues that we're having in our in our world about climate change and all that. But I do believe I think they are teaching, at least my, my kids' school, they're starting to teach it. So I don't know. We'll see. Let's hope. So tell me about
0: your husband. How did you guys hook up?
1: We are together 20 years, married 18, which in Hollywood is a fucking lifetime.
0: We were set up on a blind date. Really? Isn't that crazy? And were yeah. you nervous to go on a blind date?
1: No, I had been on a couple before. Uh-huh. And he was supposedly a serial dater, too, so I think we were okay. Like, we were—but he was, like, a Texas boy. I didn't know anything about him. He had never seen any show that I had been on, so that was kind of fun. Yeah. I like had no clue. Right. You know, sort of had a clue, but, like— His college buddies knew who I was, but he wasn't really like, I didn't watch any of those shows. So, and completely hit it off. Like, first date, five hours long,
0: and here we are. Oh, my God. Whoever set you up must be fucking celebrating. They must think they are the shit.
1: (laughs) I mean, yes, I guess so. She probably feels that way. We don't talk anymore, but Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, there were some issues with that too, so. (laughs) Don't worry. I have plenty of those. I hear you. Loud
0: and clear. Loud and clear. Uh, I
1: think she wasn't happy in her life, so.
0: uh, Yeah, that's usually how it goes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, but you've been together for 20 years. For 20 years. And to see, he's not in the business. He is in the
1: business. That's what I'm saying. It's crazy. So he's an actor. He's kind of Made a shift, and he's mostly now he's an artist as well, a painter, a graphic graphic artist, and uh, so now he's doing kids books and graphic novels.
0: And does he do the the artwork for your the illustration or any artwork for your books? No, actually, he doesn't. I should make him do it. Yeah, Uh -uh. it seems like that would be a nice collab. You would think
1: so. We did one children's book together, but now he does them all on his own. Because
0: I mean, I don't, I don't draw. And do you like being married? I do like being married. I mean, you know,
1: let's be honest. There's days where I'm like, I could do this by myself so much easier. You know? but, but no, it's it's nice having someone to help. Right. To take to parent together, not to have to make all the decisions, even though I feel like I make a lot of them. Uh, but no, I'm I'm being totally I'm kidding.
0: But you're not. But I mean, there's times but I'm not. I mean, it's no. a very, I mean, it's a very typical female-male dynamic. It even is. You I mean, cannot... I look
1: at my parents and they're kind of the same way. His parents are still married who I, I'm very close to my in-laws. We come from very similar stocks. So it was an easy relationship from the beginning. It really was. Mm. That's nice. Yeah. It's not, I know it's not always like that. No. I know. I mean, I know, you, you I sound very... like
0: you have a pretty cushy life I do. and everything is I really pretty do. cool.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, I, I'm pretty fortunate. He's not, uh, you know, he's like a pretty normal guy.
0: I like it. Yeah. It was well, you seem That's pretty cool. normal, too. Yeah, I feel like I'm pretty normal. You don't feel like you've got any major issues that are jumping out. <laughs> At least not now. Maybe later. <laughs> I'm going to, by the end of the episode, I'll do a full analysis. <laughs> Would you? Would yeah, you let no me know where I sit? Please? No problem. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break and yes. we will be right back. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. So go to books.com and use promo code CHELSEA, C-H-E-L-S-E-A, for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S.com, promo code CHELSEA. needed most. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at the checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply. Valid through July 31st. Families have a safe place to sleep. Visit lisa.com forward slash Chelsea to learn more. That's L E E S A dot forward slash Chelsea. Hi, it's Chelsea here. If you've noticed that your hair isn't looking as full as it used to, Zion Health is here to help. Zion stands out as the experts in men's and women's hair loss treatments. I didn't realize that up to 50% of women struggle with hair loss which is weird because we need to be talking about that more. Zion has treatments for all stages of life, including for hair loss due to menopause or pregnancy. Zion offers medicated and non-medicated solutions that are developed by dermatologists to maximize the growth and density of your hair. Getting a prescription is simple. Their online consultation platform gives you convenient access to personalized treatment plans. Hair loss gets more and more difficult to treat the longer you wait, so seek help with them soon. Visit xyonhealth.com to get started. That's xyonhealth.com. And we're back. We're back. Sorry, I have never worn a hat while we're doing this podcast. (laughs) I forgot to take it off. Yeah.
1: But it it still works. You still see your eyes. It's my Bruce Springsteen hat that he signed for me. Oh, I I, I didn't even see that. That's so so frack. My friends are like, you have
0: to put that in a collector's whatever, a glass. I'm like, no, I don't. I'm going to wear the shit out of this fucking hat. Are you kidding me? Bruce Springsteen? (laughs) Oh, my God. That's awesome. (laughs) Tiffany, you
2: might not have any major issues, but hopefully you can help some folks that have major issues.
1: Hey, I'm always up to discussing Anything.
2: Yeah. So, confusingly, we have two Kylies today. Oh. so we one of them (laughs) Jenner? Both of them are, actually. (laughs) Both of them. It's It's one set of lips and then the other set of lips. Back to back. (laughs) Uh Our first caller, Kylie, is calling in from Las Vegas. She says, Dear Chelsea, one of my closest friends got married a few years ago, and I showed the fuck up in every way. Bridesmaids, bachelorette party, etc. When she had a baby, a few years later, same thing. Basically, I've been there for every major life event for her, and of course I would be because I love her. So when I got engaged and was planning a wedding, obviously I invited her. Then she told me she was pregnant with her second child due a few months before my wedding. Our wedding was in Italy, which is a humongous ask, and I kept reassuring her if she couldn't come, it's totally okay. Weeks before the wedding and well after the RSVP date, she finally said she couldn't make it, which is completely valid. The weekend before my wedding, however, I'm in bed mo- with my then fiance, and he showed me his Instagram. Said friend was at another wedding in a different state. I then went to my Instagram, and she had blocked me so I wouldn't see. She explained uh- she blocked me because she was, quote, protecting me and, quote, didn't want to hurt my feelings. I feel at a total loss here. My 20s are defined by this girl and the friendship we had, and never once have I had bad blood with her. But the fact that she can't even put pen to paper and write me a note or call me, I found so incredibly disappointing. I feel sick over this, but I also don't know if I can forgive her. This was all so messy and so unnecessary, and it kills me that someone I thought was a real one could act this way. Again, this has zero to do with her not physically being at my nuptials, but has everything to do with showing me the same love I've given her over the years. What should I do, Kylie? Hi, Kylie.
0: You're cute. All the callers are cute. Are they? They, they are. are. They're so cute. Sort of the prerequisite. <laughs> yeah. You have to be cute to call in. She's
3: super cute.
0: Hello. This is Tiffany Thiessen, our special guest today. Hi, Kylie. How Hi. Hi. I'm good. How are you guys? We're, we're good. Great. We just heard your letter about your wedding. When is your wedding? Has it happened yet? No.
3: Yes, it was in September. You know, we both lived in the same area in New York City. We were like thickest thieves for years. She got married. I was everywhere for her bachelorette party, weddings baby showers the whole nine yards and then would you consider her your best friend? Was she your best friend? Oh, for years. For sure. Yeah. For years. And you know, I get, you know, I moved to Las Vegas. I met my now husband when I came out here to party for a weekend. And now I live here. <laughs> oh <laughs> <and> married him. <laughs> That's a whole nother story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's great. Um and I know, you know, she moved to Atlanta and I knew we were never gonna be as close, but there was no reason for us to have a falling out. Yeah. We used to say that it was destiny that we met each other and for her to act like this and just completely i can tell you're really hurt yeah oh my god i've been and i feel like a child about it. i'm 33 years old and i feel like i like keep waking up in the middle of the night and then rereading our text messages and i'm like i i did tell her a hundred times if she couldn't make the wedding it's fine like it's totally cool i do not I don't care. I mean, I know you got another life. You got kids. You got babies. I, I get mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to hold it against you.
1: Do you think she felt guilty? Is that where you think this comes from? Is that she felt
3: guilty about telling you or being honest? I don't know. I, I really don't know. But what I'm struggling with now is moving forward. I just don't know how to move
0: forward. What was the where where did she go from what state to what state to the wedding? Oh, the other wedding that she didn't tell you about?
3: She said it was close by. So she lives in Atlanta. Because
0: you said it was another state that she went to.
2: Yes. Right. Because I was thinking like, oh, Italy, obviously too far whatever. But this was an out of state wedding. So I'm like, mm, not exactly the same thing. But, but like, it
1: depends. It could have been a dry. I mean, you, right. True, true. She could have driven. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's just more probably what hurts you the most is the dishonesty, which right. that would bother me the most as well. Because I, I don't believe in dishonesty. I don't care how hard it is to swallow it or not, especially if you're that close.
0: Exactly. Yeah. What was your last exchange with her when you saw that she did go to this other wedding?
3: So I messaged her. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, you completely <laughs> blocked me on Instagram. My husband sees it and all my other friends who know her see it as well. And I go, why did I, I don't understand why you had to, why I had to get this bad, this messy for no reason. And she kind of turned it around on me and was like, you know, this is who I am. And if you have a problem with that... This I don't is who know. I am?
1: I, that I'm not honest?
3: Yeah. She's like, I don't know how many more times I can apologize. You know, I... But did she apologize? She kind of apologized. But after the
1: fact, because she wasn't honest.
3: She apologized when she didn't RSVP after months and months and oh, months. got it. Okay. And like only texted me. She sent me like an ungrown plant that was supposed to grow into an olive tree. I'm like, whatever. And then... <laughs>
0: You should put that in your bathtub and see what happens. Ungrown plant. It's so annoying when people send shit like that.
3: I'm like an ungrown plant. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with a twig and, in, in, you know, a twig, whatever. So, yeah. and I was just, you know, I was getting excited for my wedding. I'm, I'm moving on. It's fine. It It is what it is. And then, you know, I'm packing and I see that this is happening. She blocked me. I was like, I was ready to kind of move on. I was ready to just like put this in the past and then you block me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So when I called her out for that, she, she kind of turned it around to me. She's like, this is my life. Like, this is how I am. You know, if you have a problem, then like have a great wedding and blah, blah, blah.
1: She got defensive. Yeah. Yeah. That's the wrong move. That's usually what happens. Well, that's
0: usually what happens when you know you're wrong. Yep. That's exactly right. Because it's like, if the need to be right is so fierce, you're wrong. I'm like, you don't, if Absolutely. you're really right, you don't put that kind of, you don't, you don't have to be to. defensive about yeah. anything.
1: You also don't need to yeah. lie. That's the thing. I've, I've always said that. And here's the thing. I'm going to say this, this is going to be a really simple thing because I've had a couple of relationships and I had one that was best friend, long time relationship. We had an issue, had a falling out. And another friend of mine said, you know, not all relationships last. Mm-hmm. Sometimes relationships and friendships last for a period of time in your lifetime for that period of time that you need them. You may not need her anymore.
3: I know, but that, like, I, you know, when your phone, you know, you wake up in the morning and your phone will show you pictures that you have on your reel and it will ri- remind you of memories. I have so many pictures of her that it will just make a video montage of her face.
1: I know. So did I. I mean, I didn't have, this was a while ago, so I didn't have that phone that could do that back then. (laughs) But I'm just saying like, yes, I have those memories and they're great memories, but they're memories, right? And so you take that part of your section of your life that you had with her and appreciate what she brought to your life during that time. Apparently, she can't give that to you right now. Wish her well, thank her for what she gave you and know that It'll open the door for somebody else, hopefully, to come in and give you what you need at that moment in the next chunk in your life.
0: I like that. And another analogy, let's use a plant because uh, (laughs) you have one and I'm sure it hasn't grown yet. Like think about a plant being watered every day, right? And, And think about the duration of a plant's life, like however long that a lifespan is for a plant. For six years, say, you got watered by one person. And then after that, someone else started watering you. You're still healthy because of it. You still have memories. You're still lively. You still have vibrancy because someone was watering you. It's just going to be a different person that's doing the watering from now on. I agree completely with what Tiffany said. Like, you can't hold on to anger. The biggest thing you can do is be like— Okay, you know, if you want to write her one last thing, then that would be fine, too, to be like, listen, I don't... Maybe that's
1: what you need You know, for a
0: closure, like, it was really upsetting for you to respond like that. Blocking me on Instagram was, it was childish. There's just really no other way around it than that. That was childish. I've never put pressure on you to come to my wedding. In fact, I gave you out many, many times. So if you're mad at me, like, you should really question about who you're upset with and why, because it shouldn't be me. I haven't done anything except called you out when you blocked me on Instagram when you went to another wedding. Of course you're allowed to go to weddings, you know, but make it short and sweet and loving and be like, you know, it's really sad that this feels like our relationship's over and, you know, I just want to let you know, thanks for all the good memories. They pop up and on my phone all them. the time and blah, blah, blah. I don't think you should try to, there's no reason in matching her level of anger, defensiveness or uh, like not being forthright. You know, I think you could kind of like, I think when someone demonstrates that behavior to you, it's an opportunity for you to demonstrate the opposite behavior. Because whether or not it heals now, or she's open to hearing it now, it's just good to put that vibe out there in terms of your energy and the people that you're gonna want to attract moving forward. That to keep your head high and be generous of spirit and be like, okay, I got it. You know, I, I just want to let you know, like, I, I I'll think fondly of you. Yeah,
3: I think what just what struggled for me because I did move far away from all the people that I've known and loved my whole life and. I just feel like I've just had to like slowly trim the fat off because Mm -hmm. my time when I'm home is very precious. And I really want to spend time with people that really bring me joy. And I just feel like through the years since I've moved here, I've now lived here for five years, like each year, like someone kind of is trimmed off.
1: Yeah. And it's going to get trimmer and trimmer as you get older, I promise you. But that's kind of a good thing. Because honestly, your time is so precious and as you get older, that it's okay. Like, because having 40 billion friends doesn't cut it. You're too fucking tired, first of all, as you get older. I I agree. (laughs) I agree
3: with that. I'm tired, but this one just felt like I had not this I had been realizing it. This one just this one just sucks. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. I that's okay. I've yeah. been through one of those yeah. too. Me too. It's a yeah. long,
0: long-term girlfriend. And for it was like our break, our relationship was fracturing for like three years before we made a break. Three years. I was like, oh, let me try and do this. Let me try and do this. Let me include her in this. Let me do it. and it just every time I was reminded that we no longer had the friendship that we used to have. But yeah. we
1: we 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 have different paths. I mean, you have to remember, like, we really as people. We're all so different. And sometimes when we come together, like you guys did, was an awesome time. You learned from each other. You supported each other, whatever you guys needed. But that doesn't mean you're going to continue doing that. So it sounds like you're at a place right now where that relationship is kind of run its course. And that's okay.
3: Yeah, I get it. It's just such a mourning for me because the other ones that I have, like, I, I saw the ones that were running their course. I was like, you know what? Let's leave those in the past. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's waking me up at night. I had one that did oh. the same thing.
1: I did, I did.
0: You need to really just send good vibes her way mm-hmm. as a way to, like, release your yep. holding on to it Agreed. because you need to move into the idea of, you need to move into acceptance rather than resistance because, you know, right now you're resisting it. You're like, well, I, I can't believe you're still upset. You're grieving. Because you're holding to the hurt. And it's okay to grieve, but you have to understand this is just not the time in your life that she's going to be in it, you know? and unless she comes to you and she just like does a whole 180 or 360 or whatever the fucking degree circle turn yeah. it is and comes yeah. and says i'm so sorry i'm yeah. so sorry then you would forgive her because you're being reasonable about all of this yeah. but also
1: don't expect it no please don't expect
0: I it i know
3: and you know word on the street through you know my other friends is that she's apparently written me a letter but apparently that letter was written like during my wedding weekend <laughs> But that's but now it's November thirteenth. There's still no letter. <laughs> you may never see it, and
1: that's ok too. That's ok, yeah. too. You know what I mean?
0: <sighs> Truly,
1: I know it's hard because I can tell. like you you've been through a lot of big moments with her, and I feel like you were waiting for her to do that for you, but that's part of friendships. So you want to you want to be able to share kind of similar things, right? And that's exactly how it happened. My best friend had gone. You know, she was actually her second marriage, but then, you know, had babies and all that, you know, and I was there for all of it. And I hadn't done any of that yet. You know what I mean? So by the time it came around for me, it just she wasn't the person that needed to be there for me
0: for that. And it was hard, but it's okay. Do you have some other friends that you hang out with now? Vegas. I live in Vegas. It
3: is a really tough place to meet people. (laughs) You know, I moved here five years ago. We were long distance for almost two years. And my job at the time let me move out here. It was like, it was just a great, you know, situation. But yeah, I mean, in New York, I would just walk out my door and just meet.
1: That's a very different place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Vegas going to be it? Like, is that where you guys are going to stay, you think, or no?
3: No. I mean, I told him I wouldn't marry him unless we were getting out of here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Our that's, a, that's a rough spot.
3: <laughs> yeah, I yeah.
0: don't think that's helping. <laughs> Quite I don't frankly, think helping The backdrop of Vegas is not an uplifting, you know, yeah. spirited kind yeah. of place. Yeah. So yeah. you but... don't
1: seem like a Vegas girl either. And I don't know you well, but
3: <laughs> you know, I found my weird little places here. You know, there is some great things about this place, but you just really got to find them. Yeah. It's like such a dig but i think that's also heightened why i feel so sensitive about this topic is because i don't really have like a friend outlet as much here
1: i think you're right mm-hmm, yes mm-hmm. and i think that's very smart to recognize that cuz that's going to help you move on too
3: oh yeah my poor husband he's like i'm i don't want to hear about this anymore <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you have a therapist i do Well, that's the outlet for it. You know what I mean? Because at a certain point, you don't want to keep belaboring it either. Not to your husband. You're just putting out that energy when you're constantly talking about it. When you're in the thing with like uh, the therapist, and obviously this is a good place to talk about it because that's why you called in. But when you're in under the umbrella of therapy with another professional, then that's the place to really get into it. I know that was really helpful for me when I was dealing with this girlfriend that I was talking about because he was like, this doesn't sound like your friend. And I'm like, I know, but she wasn't like this before before. I'm like, she's never been like this. And he's like, well, you know, you're changing and that she probably doesn't like that. She's not on board with that. And that's exactly what was true. And it was a very, very hard pill to swallow. But you have to understand, like, everything does pass. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This too will pass. Like everything just needs a little bit of time. And then it doesn't feel as acute as you're feeling right now. And you should really just start, like just start a meditation practice where you are sending her. It's like called loving kindness meditation. Mm -hmm. And you send her and then people, you know, you go down a whole list of people. We've talked about it on this podcast many times, but you can look it up. Loving kindness meditation. And then there's a bunch of other ones just to get yourself like in a, like a higher vibe vibrancy so that that doesn't kind of take you down. Like a gift to yourself, you know, like this is what I want to attract. I want to attract people I want to hang out with. I want to attract whatever your hobbies, or if you want to add hobbies or interesting books to read, like anytime you can take yourself out of yourself, you're reminded that it's one person in this mass universe of billions of people. And she's not going to define how you think about yourself or feel about yourself.
3: Yeah, you're right. I think also, It's interesting now in the world that we live in that you kind of are able to hold on to things a little longer because of social media. Like back in the day, you were just like, okay, I'm done with this person. Like, whatever, goodbye. I don't need to see your face. So I'm friends with all her friends. She's friends with all my friends. You know, it's like, it's so intertwined, the worlds and I'm not there. And it's just, I just see it. And I just don't, that's what makes it harder to let go. And I've been taking serious social media breaks because of this yeah that's <laughs> Cause, a good thing because I'm like I can't see it that's not a bad thing that's not a bad thing I don't hate her but I'm just so disappointed and I think I need to start taking the step of it hurt. just it hurts I just feel hurt and I hate that it stems from a wedding it like that makes me
0: <laughs> want to die it's I cool. hear you I hear you yeah, yeah. But just start giving yourself medicine in different ways, meditation, things that are just going to, like, lift your spirit a little bit more because that's what it does. You know, meditating every single day, even for five minutes, it gives you a little boost. And then you're like, oh, my God, why was I worried about that? And why was I worried about this? And, yeah, I would stay off social media as much as you possibly can. You're not fucking missing anything. No, you're not.
3: (laughs) Exactly.
0: And you may find, like, as the sting sort of dissipates,
2: you find yourself able to throw a heart on her posts or send her, like, good vibes and be like, oh, those are, like, her cute kids and they're whatever, Halloween costumes. I have a friend, a situation just like this where it's like, I still love her, but at the same time, like, she's not the person I prioritize when I'm visiting home because she showed me that's not where she's at with me. You know what I mean? I don't heart
1: mine, so just so you know, you don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you wish them well. I still wish them well. But it's well, always good to have. just put
0: good output out <laughs> yes, there. You know sure. what I mean? I I it's do. good. I it's actually, good to be I, the bigger wrote, person. I wrote
1: my exit letter, but I wrote it knowing that I was not going to give it to her.
2: Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And that helped me because I put it pen to, you know, like yeah. thought, to, thought to pen, right? And I wrote it, and maybe that's what she did to you, and she's not going to give it to you. But whatever, this is about you. (laughs) So I did that, and I folded it up, and I just literally put it in my drawer, and I never gave it to her. But it was helpful to just get all my thoughts out. Again, not giving it to my at at that time fiance, now husband, because it was it was too much. It was getting. I was just like I was so upset, I was hurt, I was pissed, and it helped me move on a little bit.
2: And there is something about writing it down that, like, you get out of rumination mm-hmm. mode because your yep. brain is constantly trying to think of, like, the ideas and remember the things that you would say. But if you get it physically out totally. of your body, totally. that's really helpful. Totally. Yeah.
3: Well, that's what I originally did. I, I I, do that in my notes section. And then I was, like, in my car just marinating. I parked in my garage just, like, sitting there. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to send this to dear <laughs> Chelsea. <laughs> See? <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I just edited it for you guys. And I was like, yeah. okay. And
0: then I was, it's
2: out in the world. I'm going to send it. And here we are. Okay, Kylie. Well, do a loving kindness meditation. And I think maybe like in 30 days, will you check in with us and tell us where yeah. you're at with it?
0: Yeah. Cause you have to right. take some steps actively between now and then yeah. to start filling yeah. yourself back up and getting rid of the like kind of pain that the you're holds, holding on to. Because yeah. it's not good for you. Yeah. So no. that's, you're going to do it in the effort like you're giving yourself medicine. Okay. You got it. Yeah. And get back to us in 30 days and tell us how your mood is. Okay? Okay,
3: I will. Thank <laughs> you guys just, so much. And Good when luck. you're feeling
0: inclined to go on, you know, in moments of weakness to like look at the friend's Instagram mm-hmm. or do that stuff, like scroll, I think you should really go try to read a book or, or treat. Take a walk. Do, or take do a walk. Do something else so that you're just giving yourself a little bit more space away from it.
1: Especially if you're looking at it feeling a little weak. Don't ever look at it right. when you're feeling like you're searching for that specific thing. Don't go on it.
2: And don't comment snarky things. No snark.
0: No. No No. You snark. wouldn't do that. No. no.
2: All right, Kylie. Thank you for <laughs> calling in.
3: It was nice talking with you guys. Thank you for having me on. Bye, Kylie. Bye. Good luck.
0: Bye. I mean, oh. living in Vegas was the worst part about that story. <laughs> I just I just can't
1: poor thing, she so doesn't look like someone that you would like I mean, from New York to Vegas, oh, that's crazy. It's brutal.
0: I had a boyfriend that lived in Vegas and I was like, really? What are you doing with this house? Get rid of it immediately. Oh. We didn't really live there, but he had a house there and I'm like, No. For what? Who knows? Yeah. Mm. I'm like, Vegas is not for living. Yeah. <laughs> it's for visiting. Just to throw a loving-kindness
2: meditation in there for anybody who is listening, I found this one actually a couple of weeks ago, and I made a note of it because I knew it would come up again. May you be comfortable. May you be nourished. May you be appreciated. May you be loved. And you can think that about, like, maybe someone you, who you're really close with, and then someone you're less close with, and then this person you're having an, an issue
0: with. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. I use that. Right? Isn't when that nice? I, I like it. Yeah, I used it for, like, 60 days after... Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has modern designs and unique flowers that you cannot find anywhere else. Books is simple. Go online, pick the delivery date, and you are done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mother. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. So go to Books.com and use promo code Chelsea. C-H-E-L-S-E-A, for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code CHELSEA. Probiotics can be a very important part of your daily routine. They certainly are part of mine. But sometimes uh, they're a hassle to take. So Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls are just what they sound like, adorable little pearls that couldn't be easier to take. They're tiny but still pack a punch, supporting both digestive and vaginal health. needed most. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at the checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply. Valid through July 31st. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand, Lisa, and home design icon, West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of the two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, Indulge your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Visit lisa.com forward slash Chelsea to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash Chelsea. Hi, it's Chelsea here. If you've noticed that your hair isn't looking as full as it used to, Zion Health is here to help. Zion stands out as the experts in men's and women's hair loss treatments. I didn't realize that up to 50% of women struggle with hair loss which is weird because we need to be talking about that more. Zion has treatments for all stages of life, including for hair loss due to menopause or pregnancy. Zion offers medicated and non-medicated solutions that are developed by dermatologists to maximize the growth and density of your hair. Getting a prescription is simple. Their online consultation platform gives you convenient access to personalized treatment plans. Hair loss gets more and more difficult to treat the longer you wait, so seek help with them soon. Visit xyonhealth.com to get started. That's xyonhealth.com. Are you ready for Kylie number two? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All is she right. in Vegas too? Like, Where is
2: she from? She's not. She's <laughs> in Pacific Northwest. She's up north. Okay. So.
1: Ooh.
2: Kylie number two says, Dear Chelsea, the holidays are quickly approaching and I'm in a predicament. My mom passed away in January and it was indeed one of the hardest moments we faced as a family. About five months after her passing, my dad let us know he was seeing someone. My parents had been married almost 30 years, so to hear of a partner so soon was gut-wrenching. Men, and then she did the eye roll emoji. Since then, he's asked me and my sisters if we'd be willing to meet with her. Both of my sisters are against it and totally refuse, and I simply told them, I'm not ready. He was understanding, but you could see it crushed him. He mentions her from time to time and even asked if he could take my three- and one-year-old to see her. Again, my response is, not yet. Now it's time for the holidays, and my grandma, my dad's mom, wants my dad and his girlfriend to host. My heart is broken to think that not only will I be grieving the first holidays without my mom, but I also won't be spending it with my family. I'm fortunate to have an amazing support system and my husband's family during this time, and maybe it will just be a pill I eventually have to swallow. But I'm just not ready yet, and I'm afraid I'll spend the holiday crying and make everyone feel uncomfortable. How do I handle this? Kylie.
0: Hi. Hi, Kylie. This is Tiffany Thiessen, our special guest today. She's here. Hi. I'm so
2: sorry about your loss.
4: Thank you so much.
0: When did your mom
2: die?
4: January of this year.
2: And you cared for her for a little while before she passed, correct?
4: Oh, yes. Yeah, she came and lived with us. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I think it's completely reasonable. And you said it in your letter, like it's too soon for you to have not yet as a very gracious way to say I, mm-hmm. I'm getting there, but I'm not there yet, you know, mm-hmm. or I know I have to get here but I'm not there yet. And it's totally reasonable for you to tell your father what it is. Like, I know this is, a, you know, disappointing to you, but I have to honor my feelings and I'm not ready. I'm not ready to meet your new girlfriend. I'm not done mourning my mother. Yeah. And it's hard for me to even think of you with someone else. So I I really need you to respect my wishes during this time. I love you. I understand that you don't want to be alone and that you found someone, but that's not part of what I'm ready for, to deal with yet. It's not like it's been five years. It's been not even a full year. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's totally fine. And you can put, I would put that in a letter.
4: I love that idea. I, I'm not very good verbally talking about it with him. So a letter sounds like a really good idea.
0: Yeah. And you can see, your other sisters and make sure everyone has eyes on it. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
4: And your sisters feel the same way? My sisters are more passionate about ne- never meeting a uh. person.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Are they younger? Are they younger than you?
2: I'm the middle. The
1: middle. I was the yeah. middle. Yes. Okay.
2: <laughs> is there any particular reason that they don't want to meet her ever? Like, is it someone that you guys knew already or? Just relationship-wise,
4: our whole lives, it's been rocky with our parents, but uh, I think I chose to forgive and they're still in their healing process. Okay, so there's
1: some backstory then, I feel yeah. like. So, your parents' relationship was rocky or your relationship with your parents was rocky? Both. All of it. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: Okay.
1: So...
4: I think I uh, feel like I want him to be happy and us not meeting him is stopping that happiness or meeting her, I should say, is, not, is kind of stopping that happiness. But
0: No, it's not stopping, it's stopping his happiness. Yes. He's, mm-hmm. he's probably happy when he's with her, but yeah. he, he's just not getting a full, he's not getting everything he wants. Right. That doesn't and mean he's okay not happy. that's okay, too.
1: Not everybody gets that,
0: you know? Can you elaborate a little bit on the rockiness? Like, what was the dynamic that made it rocky? Their relationship? Yeah, their relationship for sure. I mean, they loved each other so much, but one, two, um,
4: I don't want to like say narcissists, but very self absorbed people create humans. It causes a lot of disruption. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. You might want to leave that part out of the letter, but um, (laughs) I get it. I get it. I'm like, which is, but what's better, one narcissist as a parent or two? I don't (laughs) know. Two two don't seem to cancel each other out. So it's like, shit. No, I think you can write it in your very sweet way that you are. You can tell that I can tell the how sweet you are and, and just be honest. And that's it. You don't owe him anything. And
1: I think it sounds like you have too already. Like you've had a little bit of this conversation with him, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: I can shut it down though because I'm very emotional when I speak really yeah. on things. And I just didn't want that to come across. Right. Yes.
0: Yeah. And so a letter is perfect. So write a letter and just say it all. And you don't have to cc your girl, your sisters or do whatever you think is right.
1: Well, because this is about you. They they can handle themselves. And and this is really your relationship with your dad and what you feel right now. Not about them.
2: Now, does the girlfriend have like adult kids or anything or family nearby? She unfortunately has lost both of her kids. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. At young ages.
4: Okay.
0: Oh, they've died? Yeah. That's a lot of loss. You no, know, wow.
4: a, a lot of trauma bonding. I feel
0: in that in that relationship. And right? you know what?
1: That's very common. Actually, it's very common in a lot of
0: relationships. So um, men are just so disappointing. It's like, can't you be alone for a year? <laughs> no, like they, honestly, they really it's can't. It's just so pathetic.
1: <laughs> no, they can't. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: And I'm so glad you have somewhere else wonderful to go for the holidays with your husband or your boyfriend and his family. That's awesome. Like thankfully you have something you have that, you know. Yeah, you have
4: kids, don't you? You said you had
1: kids.
0: Yes.
4: Yeah. So just trying to keep it special for
2: them, I guess. Absolutely
1: put all your energy into those. I'm telling you, that's where that's where you put your energy,
2: babe. One thing you could do sort of to honor her. Would be, you know, if there was a special tradition that she loved to do or a special dish she loved to make, you could make that and bring it to your husband's holiday party. And I think... If that doesn't feel right, another option is to just do something that feels completely unlike anything you've done before. For example, a friend of mine, after her divorce for Mother's Day, you know, instead of doing the thing at home with the gifts and the breakfast and all of that, she took her kids to Six Flags. And, you know, they just ride roller coasters together and like have a great time and eat churros. Um, so, yeah, I think... There are a couple ways you can honor your mom and uh, make sure you carve out a special moment for her. Do
1: you normally go to your parents' house?
2: To my grandparents, but my grandma's really pushing my
4: dad doing it with his new partner. So, yeah. Do your grandparents understand where you're coming from? Mm, no, old school. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I just don't know how you could say anything like that and have anybody, like, keep going with an argument. I would be like, yeah. I got it. You got it. Yeah. No you're coming
1: from such an honest place. You can you mm-hmm. can hear it and see it in your face. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
2: Yeah. I think if you're just honest with him, this hurts too much at this point. But I love you. Mm-hmm. All the good things. And... Give your kids and your husband an extra squeeze, too.
1: We'll look at next year, maybe. We'll see. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: Right? I mean, there's always next year, Dad, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: Well, thank you, ladies, so much. It was so great to yeah. talk to you. Nice
1: Thanks to meet you, Kylie. Lots of love, sweetheart. Lots of love. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
0: Oh, I remember when my mom passed away, my father. I, I wrote this story in one of my books. My brother, Roy, was at my dad's house. He walked in, and my his housekeeper was in the kitchen naked, cleaning, with no pants <laughs> or a top on. And my father was on the couch watching in his boxer shorts. This was a week after my mother's funeral. Mm-hmm. And Roy sent our whole brother and sister thread a text being like, I have an update for everybody <laughs> who's wondering what dad's been up to. This is it. Yeah, And we were like, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Men are
1: funny. Something
0: is wrong with everyone.
1: Men are yeah. funny. I have a very good friend who found out his dad has been spending their life savings going to those uh, massage places every day. Oh, my. up major bills when his wife was at home. Like, How
0: many massages can you get in one well, day? Well, I think he was doing like four a day. <laughs> oh, wow.
2: I didn't even <gasps> know that was And he was legal. not a spring
0: chicken. That's your retirement
2: fund. But like well, I think all they, like, the money, like gone. Yeah,
0: because at a certain age, men probably can't perform, right? So they'd rather just watch a woman. Uh, I don't yeah, even I want to think know. about what's I know. going on. <laughs> know, neither. Okay, we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back and wrap it up with Tiffany Thiessen. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. So go to books.com and use promo code CHELSEA, C-H-E-L-S-E-A, for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S.com, promo code CHELSEA. We all know how important it is to get a good night's sleep. I know that if I don't sleep for eight hours a night, I am not as sharp. hi it's Chelsea here if you've noticed that your hair isn't looking as full as it used to Zion health is here to help Zion stands out as the experts in men's and women's hair loss treatments I didn't realize that up to 50% of women struggle with hair loss which is weird because we need to be talking about that more. Zion has treatments for all stages of life, including for hair loss due to menopause or pregnancy. Zion offers medicated and non-medicated solutions that are developed by dermatologists to maximize the growth and density of your hair. Getting a prescription is simple. Their online consultation platform gives you convenient access to personalized treatment plans. Hair loss gets more and more difficult to treat the longer you wait, so seek help with them soon visit xyonhealth.com to get started that's xyonhealth.com and we're back we're back Catherine. we are back
2: well our last caller today all callers today is rob he's finally not a kylie and he is in new york city and he's got a bit of a career transition question so i thought both of you would be great to help answer that dear chelsea First off, I have to tell you how much I love and appreciate the podcast. I listen to every single episode and feel like I learn a little bit more about myself with each story that's shared. Recently, I've been feeling super trapped in life and in my career choice. I'm a hairstylist and have just never been super passionate about it. I thought I be—I would be, I thought it would be a super easy job and the money would just roll in, but it's fucking hard and people are exhausting. <laughs> I have been brainstorming for years on what to do with my life, and I haven't really figured out what would make me happy. I even tried college three times and have no degree to show for it. As a child, I dreamed of being a writer, but never had the confidence to just go for it. I never thought that people would want to hear what I have to say, and I've felt for a long time that most of my clients come to me to hear stories about my hot mess of a dating life. I also feel like I have a pretty wild imagination, so why not write a book about my shenanigans? I find that sometimes I'm super confident in this becoming a great book that will give people a laugh, and then I go to a negative place and think my writing is shit and no one will care, that I'm not smart enough to write. Any advice on how to get past this? I dream that one day I'll be done, and I'll be a guest on your show and not just asking for advice. Just trying to manifest here. Rob. And he's going to join.
1: Hi, Hi, Rob.
3: Rob.
5: Hi,
2: how are
1: you? I'm good. How are you? Hi, Rob.
5: Good. Oh, my God. It's Tiffany (laughs) Thiessen. Hi. (laughs) Hi.
2: I have a thought a little bit about thinking of it as like I have to write a book or I have to like have a compendium of all my experiences. And I wonder if there is like a smaller mm-hmm. piece that you can break this down into, whether it's like I'm going to write an essay about this funny thing that happened or like mm-hmm. I'm going to do a TikTok. Like, I I don't know, funny dating stories like that feels TikTok to me. And like doing something that feels a little more manageable and a little bit easier and or a blog, sure. like soon enough, you'll have several things that like maybe could become a book. Have you actually started True. writing at all? Because it sounded like you yes. started. Oh, okay.
5: Yes, I've started writing. Um, I had about like a good hundred pages going on. Oh, wow. I've been on the go. Well, that's good. I just get too much in my head sometimes. Yeah. And then I don't even know who could read this for me to give me a little bit more advice. Or if I wanted to publish it someday, how would I even go about that?
1: But why would you, in my opinion, why think of that right now?
5: Exactly. I know. I'm like thinking like way so far. far, Right.
1: Like I think what she was kind of saying, Catherine is saying, like maybe take it smaller, take it, take it a little bit smaller instead of looking at like who knows how far in the future. Take it where you are right now and say, let's finish this chapter or this many pages or whatever. You know, sometimes biting off something you can chew a little bit easier than like a huge meal or a huge banquet is a lot easier.
5: I try to give myself like I say, oh, I'm going to get up in the morning and maybe I'll sit for like a half hour or an hour. And then if I go past that break and if I don't, it's OK. We could put mm-hmm. it down for a little mm-hmm. bit and just step away.
0: You should pick up this book called Daily Rituals. It's about all these uh, artists and philosophers and like painters and writers, basically like what their work ethic is and like what their hours Mm -hmm. of productivity are. And you'll see a very common theme, which is like, you know, first thing in the morning. I know this is true for myself when I write and I'm writing a book right now, too. And it's completely overwhelming. And I know where it's going and I know when it's going to be published and everything that has that you're talking about, you know, is still applicable to anyone who even has a plan. So, like, you do have to take it one day at a time. But what's cool about this book is it says, like, the early morning hours are your most, you know, where you're the most clear of mind and you have the most hours of productivity. And then a lot of people take breaks in the afternoon and then they do something physical or many of them just start drinking. <laughs> and then <laughs> then they come back for like an afternoon session and and do that. But I know for me, like I write, I write an hour, two hours, sometimes three hours if I'm really, really feeling it in the morning. And, you know, you're, you're coming back and you're editing and you're losing stuff and you're adding stuff all the time. That is the process of writing. You, so it's not yeah. important that what you write is perfect. It's like, okay, sometimes I Take fragments of a sentence and put it so in a completely different chapter. Cause I'm like, wait, this is this is applies to that. And so it's constantly reorganizing, constantly editing. And you have to get into that rhythm where you're just doing it all the time. Like you have to give yourself one hour every morning. Let's make it one hour, not a half hour, one hour every morning. And if you go beyond that, great. But then you're on, like, you know, then you start to feel like you you have a, a pattern and you have kind of almost a system in place. So, because that will breed more more and more creativity and the more you write, the more you write, you know what I mean? The more you sit down and say, I have to write, the more you're just going to start writing. And some of it may be crap and some of it you may throw out the window, but there's going to be slivers of greatness in there. Like we all have important things to say and you don't have to worry about anyone seeing it until you're at a place where you think this is ready to show another person. And it's usually not when you think it is. (laughs) Now, I know from experience, I send in chapters way too early then. And I'm like, wait, I'm not even done with those. I'm just trying to show them I'm doing something. So the longer yeah. you can have without anyone looking at it, the better off it's going to be anyway.
5: Yeah, I, I figured I shouldn't always be looking for other people's feedback to validate myself.
0: Yeah, so take the pressure off and also just write a list of the way you want to be every day. Like, write say, every day I write from, you know, 9 to 10 or whatever your hour is. After that, you know, you don't have to make a whole list of things, but like however you're going to fit your writing in throughout the day. You know, I'm always writing notes in my notes section and then I go through that and I implement them into the chapters and stuff. But don't... Start worrying about shit that doesn't apply to your situation. It's just a waste of your energy and a waste of your time. And that energy can be put into your writing. And every mm-hmm. time you, yeah, every exactly. time you do start worrying about it, go back to writing. Anytime you're like, who am I going to show this to? How am I going to get this sold? Just go back to writing. Go and be like, oh, I have to go right now for 40 minutes for letting those thoughts, you know, control me. <laughs> it's a punishment. You know, like, it's a good way to just, like, get back in the game. And the more productive you are, the better and more confident you're going to feel about it as as time goes on. Yeah. So just consistency okay. is key with anything like this.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I just have to be more disciplined without beating myself up about it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Then then use this call as your wake up call to become more disciplined.
5: Yeah. I will. I just write a won't. big
0: like put a piece of paper next to your desk, next to your computer that says Chelsea and Tiffany say <laughs> these and then the following <laughs> things. Every morning I write for one hour. Yeah. Put your phone down, put the alarm on. So yep. you know when an hour's up and you are not allowed to look at your phone. Yeah, until no an looking hour's at your phone.
1: Up. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. The worst okay. distraction. Yeah, you can I would do. like
5: leave my phone in my bedroom or something. I'll like throw it to the side. It's, yeah, and yeah. I live alone, so it's a lot easier to have quiet time. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. for sure. Yeah, and then give your, yourself a reward. You can you know go masturbate or go take a walk or whatever <laughs> you're into. <laughs> I always masturbate after I write.
5: I, that's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> but <laughs> I recently felt like I was abusing smoking a little too much. So I've given it up. It's probably been about three weeks now. And I definitely feel like I'm thinking clearer. Oh Yeah,
0: for sure. Good for you. Yeah, Yeah. don't fucking smoke. I am terrible. Every couple months, I'm like, I could have a cigarette. And then I'm like, No, I can't. Why (laughs) can I I have a cigarette? Oh, oh, smoking weed. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, that'll yeah. fuck your mind up, too. Yeah. 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 I can't I can't write when I'm smoking weed. Only when I'm polishing. Then I can go when th- something's almost done. Then I go back and can I'm you like. you use it as a polisher? Yeah, I use it as like, you know, put in some more humor. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Thank you so much. And then
1: when it does get published, I would like to have a little bit of a, you know, little blurb, a yeah, little something. Acknowledgements. Yeah, just, we'll a a little, just a little, just a, little, just a si- tiny little one, okay?
0: Or Definitely. yeah, or we, our names could be in the title. You decide.
5: <laughs> I'm okay with that.
0: <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Rob. Uh, good luck.
5: Thank you. Bye, guys.
0: Bye. 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 Okay, so anybody, you can pick up Tiffany's new cookbook. She uh, Don't forget, she's the host of MTV's Deliciousness. And you can pick up her newest cookbook, which is called Here We Go Again, <laughs> Recipes and Inspiration to Level Up Your Leftovers. Leftovers. And her previous cookbook is called Pull Up a Chair. So you can get both. You can get both. Yeah. Holiday gifts. Yeah, yes. I know. Thank you, Tiffany. Thank, Thank you. you. So nice to so see fun. You. Nice to yes. see you too, Thank you. Kelsey, do you have some new dates for us? Oh, you know I do. You know I do. (laughs) I have a lot of, we added lots of Canadian cities, Canadians, I'm coming. We added about 15 new tour dates. Uh, I'm coming to Denver again, Salt Lake City, Vancouver, Richmond, Virginia, Santa Rosa, California, Gary, Indiana, Baltimore, Verona, New York. And about seven dates in Canada. So go to ChelseaHandler.com. I am performing everywhere. I will be on tour all for the rest of the year through December. And then next year, I'm going to be touring all year. So come and get it, you guys. It's good times, and it's a very much-needed reprieve from all the fucking madness that's going on in this world. So I'm here to bring joy and sunshine. If you'd like advice from Chelsea, shoot us an email at
2: DearChelseaPodcast at gmail.com and be sure to include your phone number. Dear Chelsea is edited and engineered by Brad Dickert, executive producer Catherine Law. And be sure to check out our merch
0: at ChelseaHandler.com. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply. Valid through July 31st. We all know how important it is to get a good night's sleep. I know that if I don't sleep for eight hours a night, I am not as sharp. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort